Today on Prospectology, we're recapping week 12 of the college football season. So grab some popcorn and stay tuned after a quick word from our sponsors. What's going on, everyone? It's your host back again, Looch, with another episode of Prospectology today. I haven't done it in a while, a couple weeks, but we're going to recap week 12 of the college football season. Uh, Some pretty good games, uh, some very close games that I thought would be blowouts that were actually pretty entertaining. But first, we're going to start off with Indiana, number 9 in the country, uh, coming into this game uh, against number 3, Ohio State, the game that everyone really wanted to watch. Uh, Michael Penix Jr., the quarterback for Indiana had career highs in passing yards and touchdowns in a single game. He was 27 for 51, uh, 491 yards uh, throwing the ball, five touchdowns, one interception, uh, and that was the pick six to Sean Wade. Uh, Justin Fields, not his best game by all means. Uh, He Had some poor decision-making at times. Uh, He went 18 for 30, uh, 300 yards passing, two touchdowns, and three interceptions. So uh, he really felt the pressure of that Indiana defense and thought that he could make more plays with his legs uh, when he felt the the pocket collapse. But uh, he'll get over it, and he'll... Uh, fight to get to get better, but um, I like so far what I've seen from Justin Fields this year. Just uh, he was due for just an okay game. Uh, Ohio State ended up winning this game, forty-two to thirty-five. They they led early, actually blowout fashion early, and Indiana uh, just started rolling back, uh, and that's all because of their their quarterback uh, Penix. Uh, he uh, was phenomenal in this game um, and gives Indiana a bright future at quarterback. Uh, Master Teague the third for Ohio State was able to run the ball pretty well. 26 carries, 169 yards, uh, and two touchdowns. Uh, the playmaker for Indiana, which really couldn't get too much going on the ground, that stout defensive line. Uh, with Cooper uh, for Ohio State, didn't get a much didn't get much going on the run, but in the passing game, phenomenal. Ty Freifogel, uh, who I'll have to definitely do a scouting report on because he definitely piqued my interest, uh, being a prospect coming out in this year's draft. He had seven receptions for 218 yards and three touchdowns, and he was all over Sean Wade. Uh, Sean Wade got the best of him on, on some plays, and uh, Freifogel uh, got the best of him three times. Um, just a phenomenal matchup between two great athletes. Uh, but I'd say uh, from the score, Sean Wade got a little bit of the best of, uh, of Ty, but Ty hell his own and 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 he'll be a name that i i watch uh coming up in a scouting report because he definitely piqued my interest also uh receiver for ohio state garrett wilson 
highly productive in this game. Seven receptions, 169 yards uh, receiving, and two touchdowns. Uh, Sean Wade was pretty good uh, besides getting manhandled on some plays by uh, Freifogel. Uh, he had one touchdown, the the pick six, uh, the one interception, which was the pick six, and then he had three tackles on the day. Not uh, too many passes defended, uh, but he was definitely blanketing uh, whatever wide receiver he was on besides the three times. Uh, Fry Fogel got the best of them, uh, but Ohio State moves on. Uh, continues their their hopes and their schedule is highly favorable. Whereas Indiana can hang their heads on a tough fought battle with arguably one of the best teams in the country. Uh, Indiana's got a, a bright future. Uh, they got some pieces they they need to get on the defensive side of the ball, but uh, Indiana should be a team to watch in the the Big Ten for years to come. Uh, next game I want to take a look at is number seven Cincinnati coming in to the bounce house at UCF. Uh, this game Cincinnati ended up winning thirty six to thirty three. Uh, UCF had a pretty uh, they they led early, uh, caused a, a couple of turnovers uh, from Cincinnati, recovered a couple fumbles. Uh, we're playing very hard on defense, wrapping up uh, as the game went on. Uh, Dylan Gabriel started to make some poor decisions um, with the ball in his hands. Uh, that Cincinnati defense finally started to step up. Uh, and surprisingly, Cincinnati's offense started to get into a little bit of a rhythm, um, led by Desmond Ritter, uh, 23 of 32, 338 yards passing, uh, two touchdowns. And no interceptions, whereas Dylan Gabriel, not his best game, threw the ball 49 times, completed it, uh, 26 passes, 243 yards, which we're not used to seeing from Dylan Gabriel, uh, three touchdowns, one interception. Uh, Marlon Williams, uh, phenomenal game again, uh, only eight receptions, 97 yards, but two touchdowns for uh, UCF, but... Cincinnati, three sacks on the day. That defense, uh, when they get going, uh, can get put some real pressure on on teams. But uh, Richie Grant for UCF, the safety, uh, coming out in this year's draft, he was phenomenal. 16 tackles, which tells me uh, he had to fly around the field and there was a lot of balls getting uh, caught uh, deep. Uh, he had two passes defended, uh, one and a half tackles for a loss. Uh, he was phenomenal from that safety position. Uh, but UCF didn't have enough to muster up uh, the, the win after uh, they started off, I believe it was 14-3 lead after a couple of the Cincinnati turnovers. And you thought that UCF was going to get all over them with that explosive offense. But uh, Cincinnati's defense came back uh held the line really strong, and were able to squeak out the victory. But UCF, uh, phenomenal team, and uh, it's a shame that they couldn't complete the comeback because it was a very entertaining game to watch. But moving on, a couple of blowouts um, this week. 
Uh, Alabama rolls over Kentucky, uh, 63-3. to uh, Not Mac Jones' best game. Only threw the ball 24 times. Completed at 16. Uh, 230 yards passing. Two touchdowns and, and one interception. Uh, but on the ground... Uh, they were phenomenal uh, with McClellan, uh, not Najee Harris leading the charge, which we're used to seeing. Um, but McClellan had 10 carries, uh, almost 100 yards, so 99, and one touchdown. But the player of the game, uh, as we've been saying for weeks now, is Devontae Smith Jr. Uh, from Alabama. Another 100-yard receiving game, nine receptions, 144 yards and two touchdowns. Uh, he's a phenomenal player, just makes plays when the ball's in his hands. Uh, Mac Jones should still be up for a Heisman because he's definitely proven that he can lead this team to a, a national title. But other games, um, BYU steamrolls North Alabama. Zach Wilson keeps on trucking along. Uh, they win 66-14. to Big game. Uh, between Northwestern undefeated and undefeated Wisconsin, who come into the game at number 10. Uh, Northwestern plays solid defense um, and just able to score enough points to win the game 17-7. So Northwestern remains a threat to Ohio State, although I don't see a huge threat, but uh, remains to be a team to be beaten in the Big Ten, uh, remaining undefeated, beating a very good Wisconsin team. Uh, Oklahoma State uh, coming in at number 14 against a team that is starting to play some pretty decent defense in Oklahoma. Spencer Rattler starting to um, live up to the hype, uh, and Oklahoma steamrolls the Oklahoma State Cowboys 41-13. Uh, another game that was uh, pretty impressive to watch and it was good all throughout was Appalachian State versus number 15, Coastal Carolina, who came into the game uh, undefeated. Uh, and Appalachian State uh, came into the game 6-1. and one. Uh, Back and forth battle, uh, Coastal Carolina ended up squeaking out the win later on with a, with a pick six. Uh, they win the game 34-23 to go to 8-0. Uh, they're highly been highly impressive, especially coming from the, their first year in the Sun Belt this year. Um, Zach Thomas for Appalachian State, 17-29, 211 yards passing. Three interceptions, though, uh, to that Coastal Carolina defense that was just all over uh, blanketing receivers. Um and then you had McCall for Coastal Carolina, who's been pretty solid this year. Uh, he was 12 for 21, not too great. Uh, 200 yards passing and two touchdowns. But uh, McCall also makes a lot of plays with his legs, and he had 14 carries for 69 yards and a touchdown. So he was able to do it not only through the air, but uh, through through the the ground as well. Um, And Coastal Carolina rolls on. Another game that was... looked like it was going to be kind of 
a blowout, but it wasn't, uh, was Oregon versus UCLA. Uh, Oregon just newly starting off in Pac-12 play. Uh, they had a scare for an upset, uh, but number 11 Oregon, they roll uh, and and squeak by with a 38-35 win against UCLA, who really held their own under Chip Kelly, who's starting to get some recruits in there to play the style that he wants to play. So look for UCLA to start to, to build, uh, especially on a uh, poorly played game by Oregon. Uh, Georgia also uh, with TJ Daniels um, at quarterback, uh, switching from Stetson Bennett. Uh, they win 31-24 over Mississippi State. That likes to gun it all over the all over the field, but JT Daniels um, phenomenal for Georgia. Uh, 28 of 38, uh, 401 yards passing and four touchdowns. And JT Daniels is the transfer from USC. So uh, Zamir White, not that big of a game on the ground. It was all JT Daniels uh, for them. And then uh, Burton for Georgia, nine, eight receptions, my bad. 197 yards through the air and two touchdowns. Um, and uh, Georgia wins a tightly fought battle from from Mississippi State. Uh, Kyle Trask continues to roll on. It was close of a game uh, at first against Vanderbilt, but Kyle Trask, uh, as some think, leading the Heisman as well. He probably should be up there, at least top two. Uh, he was t- 26-35, 383 yards passing, another three touchdowns. Um, Kadarius Toney continues to be phenomenal. He'll rise up draft boards this year. Uh, six receptions, 107 yards receiving, and a touchdown. Um, just Florida keeps rolling. Uh, that one uh, tough game that they lost to Texas A&M uh, is behind them. And Florida looks like they have a team that can compete for a national championship, both offensively and defensively. Uh, Kyle Trask kind of cements his name in the top of the Heisman race. Um, USC wins 33-17 over Utah. Liberty, that was undefeated coming into the game, they lost a heartbreaker against NC State 15-14. other than that, there really wasn't too many great games to talk about. But that's my recap on Week 12 of the college football season. Uh, hopefully you guys enjoy your Thanksgiving this week. I don't know if I'm going to be publishing an episode for this Friday with all the holiday stuff going on. But I hope you guys have a safe and very fruitful Thanksgiving Uh, Thank you for the love and support. Any questions, prospects, any games you're looking forward to watching this weekend, hit me up on the Twitter, at Luch Bryant. And as always, we're getting ready for the 2021 draft, one prospect at a time, here on Prospectology. Thanks. Peace.